the worst part of doing keto? The meal prep. What you really need is a quick, customizable, and easy keto meal replacement for when your other food options aren't ready. Introducing Keto Chow. It's the fully customizable meal replacement that makes keto easy. Keto Chow takes just seconds to prepare. Add the fat of your choice, a scoop of Keto Chow, water, and shake. Just trust the thousands of five-star reviews on Facebook, Amazon, and Google Shopping. Keto Chow comes in 18 delicious flavors. And in a third-party blind taste test, Keto Chow outperformed all of the competitors in appearance, flavor, texture, and overall impression. Head on over to JimmyLovesKetoChow.com to place your order. And be sure to use the coupon code LLVLC at checkout for 10% off your first order. While you're there, be sure to check out the electrolyte supplements, no sweetener, no added flavor, no caffeine, and pure electrolytes. Keto Chow. If you're a fan of fat, then you need to try the F-bombs. Go to JimmyLovesFbomb.com, enter the coupon code JimmyLovesFbomb, and you'll get 20% off of your first order. So what are these F-bombs? They are nut butters, and they have incredible combinations of coconut and macadamia nut, macadamia nut butter, and my favorite is salted chocolate macadamia nut butter. They also have several oil blends, including the house blend, the MCT oil, as well as coconut oil. If you want your fat on the go, then you need to check out JimmyLovesFbomb.com. And once again, use the coupon code JimmyLovesFbomb. You'll get 20% off your first order. JimmyLovesFbomb.com. Uh, living la vida loca, this show is changing lives uh, We talking about your diet, trying to get you feeling right hey. Cut up them avocados, uh, fry some eggs, time to explore The longest running health podcast, hosted by Jimmy Moore Time to give up the crappy garbage, we're getting into ketosis yeah. Every day is a new step to your goal, yeah you're getting closer Motivated and focused, don't stop just go Time to get inspiration from the living la vida low carb show Hey. The Living Low Carb Woo! Today's Jimmy Rants, I have something on my heart that has been out there a while that I've been wanting to talk about. And it's not something easy to talk about because keto has become very popular. And keto, a lot of people are talking about keto in a positive way, a lot of negative way as well, but in a positive way. And I'm noticing kind of a trend that I wanted to make the subject of this Jimmy Rants here today. And the trend is that if someone has something that they disagree about uh, with what you do for keto, suddenly you're the enemy. Have you guys noticed this? That if there's some little bitty nuance about how you choose to do keto, then suddenly you're totally wrong. You're a bad person. I don't need to associate with you. And can I just tell you how incredibly stupid that is? It's disappointing because keto isn't a diet. And this is something you guys, I've been involved for 15 years, as I've mentioned quite often. I've talked about uh, how I've observed things happening over the years, the last 15 years. And one of the uh, big movements that I was a part of before keto came around as a movement was the paleo community. And paleo fell for this hook, line, and sinker. 
and here's how it worked. They said paleo is, and then they made it this rigid, this is what paleo is. So then if you went away from that rigidity and you said anything that was off plan with that rigidity, you were ostracized. And guys, I'm starting to see it happen in the keto world. Now, let me be very clear. I think there are certain principles about keto that do not change. Keto, by definition, is a diet that is low in carbohydrates, moderate in protein, and high in fat using mostly real whole foods. That is the basis for pretty much everything. Now, what does moderate mean? What does high in fat mean? What does low in carbs mean? Those things can vary from person to person, the whole bio-individuality factor, which you hear me talk about early and often. But we're starting to hear people say, well, uh, if you're going to eat keto, you can never have cheese. Uh, if you're gonna eat keto, uh, you should only eat minimal vegetables and only eat mostly meat and that way. And then you have other people, well, no, you need to do more kind of a ketotarian style diet where you must eat mostly plant-based and a little bit of meat. And I'm thinking, why can't it be all of it? Why do we have to pick sides? Why do we have to make it and us versus them. And the thing that disappoints me the most, which I'm talking about here today, if you're just joining us, it's okay to disagree about various nuances of keto. And at the end of the day, I'm not your enemy. The enemy is the people who still eat crap. And they're not the enemy, but you know what I'm saying? They're, they're the people we're trying to reach. And the more restrictions that you put on keto, the more rules and regulations and scorn if someone doesn't do it the way that you think they should be, to me, that is not inclusiveness. That is the opposite of inclusiveness. And I'm just wondering how many people are being turned off from even, even trying a ketogenic diet because of this mentality of it's my way or the highway, this is the right way to do it. I just think we have to get away from that there is a right way to do keto and instead teach people those basic principles and say, get started doing something besides the way you've been going that's been leading you down the path to obesity and chronic disease. Can I get a witness anyone? Because this is gonna be the cancer of the keto community that will destroy us from the inside out. Now, I don't expect keto to be the grand poobah of diets like it is right now forever. I think in the mainstream of uh, the consciousness of people, it's going to be hot for probably the rest of this year, maybe bleeding into 2020. Beyond 2020, I don't think we're gonna be seeing a whole lot of talk about keto. Now there will be a whole lot of us still doing keto. We'll be articulating it in that way. We may have some people morph the message into carnivore, which I've started to do more and more simply because I feel better that way. Um, but low carb has not gone anywhere. When I started living La Vida Low Carb in 2005 as a blog and then a, a podcast a year later, I was like, you know, living La Vida Low Carb is going to have legs because it's not tied. Yes, it's tied to a diet, but it's not tied to any specific diet. Uh, I didn't call my brand Living La Vida Atkins. I didn't call it Living La Vida Paleo or Living La Vida Keto. It's low carb. And at some point, most people are going to come to the 
realization that they probably do need to reduce their carbohydrates. So not afraid of when keto goes away, what's going to happen to me. I've been around, I'm the old guy in this community. So, but I just, I feel like these factions, you guys, do you see it? Do you guys notice that there are people that are just so territorial of you're not doing keto right. You should be counting calories. You've got that crowd of people. And then you've got other people that say, oh, you need to be counting net carbs, not total carbs. Oh, you need to be doing this. You need to be doing that. And I'm going, why? Why are we so angry and disagreeable in our disagreement with one another? I just think that does no good for the greater cause of the message. To me, the reason the message has pervaded is you've got people who are making a compelling argument. You got people who are living the part and, and people see them living out their lives and having been on a ketogenic diet and seen some health effects happen. We all have those people in our life who we know have a great transformation story and not just weight loss, but even like, you know, overcoming disease and coming off of medications and all of these things. I just don't understand why we can't be okay with someone disagreeing. It, it, it's like we've lost our freaking minds. And I'm seeing this more and more, even amongst a few of the leaders um, in the keto space, it's almost like, okay, I have my way of doing keto. And if you don't agree with my way of doing keto, well, we can't be associated with one another. And I'm like, why? I think he here's the solution. The people that you disagree with, and maybe you have a difference of opinion about um, when it comes to keto, let, let's go to those people. Let's have the conversation. Why do you believe the way you do? And then say, okay, here's the way I believe. And then you explain why you believe the way you do. Because at the end of the day, that's how we all learn. That's how we all grow. As one of those leaders in this community, I try to articulate why I believe what I believe. And if someone disagrees, I like to have those conversations with people. Because when you have those conversations, then they learn a little bit uh, about what you believe and why you believe it. You learn a little bit about what they believe and why they believe it. And then you might come to somewhat of a middle ground consensus. And it's just disturbing to me that this has been allowed to pervade. Um, and I, for one, don't think it's doing anybody any good. Do you agree? Do you, do you think that it's good that there's people that are so dogmatic to the point that they think their way is the right way? Can I just tell you, and I'm just going to be blunt here. It's what we do on Jimmy Rants. Can I just tell you that that is exactly what the vegans do? Exactly what the vegans do. The vegans are the very people who have a philosophy and they don't bend. Can I just tell you, you need to bend? Not, not compromise your moral, not compromise what you believe, but say, you know what? I'm open to the possibility that this could be something that's important. I'll tell you what I've done in my life. I have bent to the possibility that maybe a little more protein could be beneficial in the right circumstance on a ketogenic diet, which when you raise protein, you're going to have to bring the fat down a little bit. So sacrilege to talk about with some people. Oh my gosh, don't you dare think about cutting fat and raising protein gluconeogenesis. And it's gonna... 
I hear you. But I'm willing to go there in my mind that perhaps for some people, having that conversation and being willing to be open-minded about it is a good thing. But then you've got people on the other end of things who they won't even think about higher fat. They're all fat, fat. You you don't need that many calories. You have too many calories. You need to be increasing protein. Protein is your goal. Fat's just a lever, blah, blah, blah. And so you hear that kind of dogmatism. And those are the very people that need to be more willing to bend. So what I want to challenge you guys here today is be one of those people who is open-minded, willing to bend, and be okay to disagree with people on various finer points of keto. Because at the end of the day, you're not their enemy. They're not your enemy. We're all in this together, trying to help people get healthy. And that's the thing I, I think we often forget. We're all in this for one reason and one reason alone. We want to help people get healthy. However that happens. And I've even often said, hey, look, I will support people in their vegan lifestyle. Um, If that's what they choose that they want to do to get healthy, I will support them in that lifestyle because people need support. Even if you disagree with the way they get there. Now, along the way, you can teach them, okay, here's some positive benefits to eating some meat and blah, 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 but not in a confrontational way. And what I'm seeing online on social media and in some various conversations, it seems like that the overriding vibe is here is my way of keto. And if you don't disagree, um, get out of my life. It's disheartening. And again, as a leader in this space, that makes me sad. And to me, I think if that vibe went away, Keto would remain sustainable in the culture for probably at least another two, three years. But because of this kind of judgmentalness, people are going to flee that. And they probably already have been fleeing that. And it's only going to be around another year, year and a half. And then it's gone. It's gone from the culture. And I think, and Facebook is notorious for this. Facebook, there are so many judgmental Facebook pages If you dare go on some Facebook pages, and I don't see it as much here on Instagram, but if you go on some Facebook pages that are keto, and if you mention products at all, any product, even the F-bombs, which I think are great uh, products, uh, but the Quest Bars, you mention any product, they will ban you. And then you go on other pages and you mention about um, calories, they will ban you. And then you go on another page on Facebook about keto, And you talk about, you know, if you eat mostly real whole foods, that's probably the best. They will ban you. And I'm going, at what point in our society did we become so afraid of counter arguments that run counter to what we believe somehow being detrimental? To me, having the conversations, having the discussion, being willing to hear other arguments that, that you don't agree with, And then maybe assimilating some of that information into your mindset. To me, that's how you grow in your knowledge. That's how you grow in your wisdom. You know, I'm not the wisest cookie in in the cookie jar. Bad analogy for a keto guy. But I'm, I'm not the smartest guy in the room. But I am always willing to listen and hear and go, okay, I'll think about that. And again, with the protein issue, 
I, uh, when I went keto carnivore earlier this year, I was a little concerned because removing all the carbs and just eating animal-based foods, my protein had to go up and it did pretty significantly from around 90 to 100 grams with, with traditional keto. Now I'm eating about 130 to 140 grams of protein. That is a radical mindset shift for me personally. Now, do you need to go haywire on the protein? No, you don't. But for me, I found, okay, maybe that hard-nosed position of you have to be at a certain level of protein was wrong. I was willing to try it and test it and do it. And now I'm thriving because of that change. So maybe something's holding you back in your progress on keto. And perhaps it's because you become so hard-nosed about something, you weren't willing to listen to what other people had to say and grow and learn. And therefore, you become disagreeable with someone you disagree with to the point that you view them as an enemy. That's just so heartbreaking for me to hear. And again, there's some longtime people in the keto space that have been uh, forever been open-minded and and I'm not noticing there's some different people starting to become a lot more hard-nosed about things um, and at the end of the day I don't think that helps anybody and guys I'm gonna challenge you as well keep me accountable if you see me getting too dogmatic about things and not keeping an open mind to at least have conversations with people Please call me out on that because what you'll get from me is always pragmatism. Um, I have very strong positions on a lot of things, but I'm not unbendable in those positions if someone can show me evidence to the contrary of what I'm sharing. You know, I'm often labeled, well, you want everybody to go keto. No, no, I don't. I don't, I don't think anybody has to go keto. Now, are there people that do better with keto? You bet there are. But I don't think it's the grand uh, magic pill for everybody. And that's the same with anything. And so let's don't be that way. Can, can you feel what I'm saying here? It's totally okay to disagree about keto. I'm not your enemy. You're not my enemy. We're all in this together. And quite frankly, as big as keto has gotten in the culture, we're still a very small, minuscule part of the greater conversation. You know, walking around this cruise ship, you see all kind of people that don't give a rip about keto or anything to do with a nutritional health plan. They just don't care. And again, they're not our enemy, but they're also not our friends in this. They just don't know. And so to me, reaching those people is my goal. Reaching those people and showing them a positive view of keto is my goal. Enough with the nitpicking, enough with the backbiting enough with the, well, you need to do my version of keto or you're all wrong. Stop it. We just need to stop that because it's not doing anybody any good. Are you struggling to find a clean keto friendly coffee creamer that doesn't have a bunch of chemicals or other nasty stuff in it? Then let me tell you about Natural Force Keto Coffee Creamer. It's made with real all natural ingredients like organic MCT oil sourced from 100% organic non-GMO and sustainably harvested coconuts. Guys, I've seen a lot of creamers that claim to be keto friendly, but this one really takes the keto cake. There is no sugar or sweetener in it whatsoever 
It's completely dairy-free, it tastes delicious and indulgent, and it mixes instantly into both hot and iced coffee with just a spoon. Keto Coffee Creamer also features a special blend of C8 and C10 MCTs. If you're ready to level up your morning coffee routine, now's the time to do it. Head on over to naturalforce.com jimmy for an exclusive offer available only to listeners of this podcast. Natural Force Keto Coffee Creamer. All right, let's see what you guys have to say. Welcome in, welcome in. I am chilling like a villain on this day in Nassau. I just got your book. Well, thank you, Keto Clubs. Thanks for getting Keto Clarity. And I love you too. Appreciate that. Happy Tuesday, uh, Miss Brittany. Thanks for being here. One day I will be on that cruise, says Katrina. You should. It's gorgeous out there. Look at that. Nassau, Bahamas. Uh, Sam says, I keep telling the world that every physical person is different. Every diet will be just a little different sometimes. It's just a way of life. You've got to do what you got to do. Sam, well said. Good job. Holly Jane says, I'm trying to get my mom on Instagram so she can see your rants. Well, Holly Jane, thank you for that. Um, all of the past rants are on YouTube. While I've been traveling, uh, we have really horrible Wi-Fi on this boat. So I'm keeping all the rants uh, on my phone. So when I get home, I'll have a whole bunch to post on YouTube. But thank you for watching and sharing with, uh, with your mom. Uh, last Takan says people have grown too comfortable in their self-created echo chamber, sadly. Oh, that one, that comment alone is going to preach because people do. And I, I try to warn against this often, you guys, that, and even for my own self, it's very, it would be very easy for me to say, you know, I wrote Keto Clarity five years ago and I haven't changed any positions on any of that in the five years. Would you respect me? that I had such a hard-nosed view on nutrition today as like I did five years ago when I wrote that book. I don't disagree with a lot of what I wrote in that book, but there's a few little things that I will tweak uh, when we do an update of Keto Clarity. I will just slightly tweak. Most of it is pretty solid, but it's in those little things that people tend to get their panties in a wad, right? It's like the people who are doing carnivore now and someone dares to put uh, herbs on their uh, meat. Oh, well, that's plant-based. Or they'll have a little bit of cabbage or whatever with, uh, with a steak. Well, you can't have plants. Or, you know, what, what if somebody decides to have coffee on their carnivore diet? Well, coffee comes from a bean, which is a plant. So are we going to get down to that level of minutia and say, well, it's all invalid because you did some little action? To me, that is not the point of what we're doing here. The point of what we're doing here is to get people healthy. And if having coffee on a carnivore diet is going to do that for you, great. Um, there's some friends of mine here on Instagram. They go by the username Strong Sistas. And so it's these two sisters that are doing carnivore and they're also bodybuilding. One of them is uh, doing a competition, a, a, a bodybuilding competition in a week. And they've been doing um, as part of their training, a carb up moment. Well, oh my gosh, you're carnivore and you're carving up and having that level, blah, blah, blah. And they're choosing to do that. 
And some people would judge them for that. Oh my gosh, you've gone off the deep end. And I'm like, let's support people in their choice. Now, if it's the wrong choice, it'll become very obvious for those people at some point. But if it's the right choice and you see the benefits that they get from that, maybe it convinces you, oh, maybe this is something I should take a second look at. That is never, ever a bad thing. Mary Posta says, keto is not a one-size-fits-all. I'm vegetable-heavy. My husband is mostly carnivore. And that's the way me and Christine are. I'm mostly carnivore. I'm all carnivore right now in my diet. And Christine loves to have lots of vegetables. And we're both keto. Certainly nothing wrong with that. Joshua says, keto is different for every, everyone, bio-individuality. Well done, chemo sabi. Ali says, yeah, that's not cool. We have a different way uh, to keto and in different stages of our keto journey. That's the other thing. You got people that are brand new to this and they're hearing all this stuff that's being discussed by people that have been on keto for years. It's a totally different beast. Someone that's been keto for five years versus someone who's been keto for five days, five weeks, even five months. We all need to support each other, and any keto is better than the sad, stupid American diet. Yes. Um, any version of keto is better than no keto. Um, and as much as I personally disagree with the whole concept of like a dirty, lazy keto, I would rather somebody do a dirty, lazy keto than no keto. So uh, totally agree with you on that, Holly. Frankly, I eat all natural foods, uh, meats. Yes. Yes, you do, Keto Doc. Traveling Keto Cat. Yes. Thanks for being here, Cat. Uh, Redskins Mancho. It's okay to have my Taco Tuesday. Taquito Tuesday. That's funny. Save me a taco. Um, there's definitely a right way to do Keto, says Beth. One that's right for me and another may be right for you. As you say, do what works for you. Hashtag bioindividuality. Nailed it, Beth. By the way, I enjoyed our time the other day on the beach, Beth. If you guys missed Beth on Jimmy Ranch, she's a Jimmy Ranch super fan. She watches all the time. And I got to meet her and Alberto in person the other day. Um, I kept calling him Carlos for some reason. But anyway, Alberto Carlos, thank you for being there along with Beth. Uh, so go find that. When I get home, I've got the video with those guys that we'll put on YouTube. Real food, real life. Brittany says real food doesn't go away. No. No, real food's always going to be here. Unless they make us all eat Soylent. Uh, you can't go wrong with carb reduction. Nope. Uh, Beth says, for the record, I'm still not sure which way is completely right for me. I'm always tweaking it for me, as you should. That's the other thing, Beth. People think, okay, well, I lost weight doing X. So therefore, X is the diet I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And I used to believe that too. Well, find what works for you and then keep doing that for the rest of your life. I've now uh, bend, uh, bent that a little bit. Find what works for you now and then be willing to change and tweak along the way. So I started with the Atkins diet, which was like a low carb, higher protein, high fat. Then I found keto and started implementing and feeling better and getting good health markers from keto. Now I have switched over to like a keto carnivore to mostly meat and animal-based foods and i think you just continually find that way that will work for you and if it means little tweaks here and there then that's what you do 
Keto is a way of life that works for everyone. It takes a lot of patience and perseverance to follow keto. It is important to learn the concepts that have proven to work for all. Thank you, Maria. That's true. Charming confession. So much information. It's easily uh, information overload. Those who haven't found their path yet. That's my concern to charming confessions with keto becoming such a buzzword and popular. There are some people who think they have to do all of those things. And it was almost easier when it was just keto clarity out there. Um, not that I had all the answers in that book, but if that was all that people got exposed to, they weren't getting all this like, do you need carb ups? Do you need to count total carbs? Do you need? And they didn't have so many voices to hear. Now they do. So how do you cut through the muckety-muck? And what I usually advise people to do is find those people you connect with and then stick with them and listen to what they have to share um, because otherwise you will get overwhelmed. Um, Kat says, so true. Appreciate those different views. I'll see you in a few weeks. Yes, at KetoCon. Can't wait. Big hug for you, Kat, coming. Holly says it's okay to agree to disagree. Exactly. Unfortunately, that has become an afterthought. And I, I blame the I blame the culture. We haven't given permission for people to disagree. When social media came around and the ugliness that started on Twitter and YouTube video comments and the ugliness has allowed to just be out there and dangle. So now people in public discourse think that's the way you operate and that if you don't agree with me, you're the enemy. Politics is the worst at that, which is why I don't get involved in that. I don't really want to engage in that. It's just such negativity. But it's bled over into the culture to the point that you're not allowed to be dis you can't disagree with somebody. You must agree on every little point. Or if you even disagree on one little point, you're now the mortal enemy. That's stupid. So stupid. I remember back in the day, there were two political operatives. James Carville was the Democrat, worked with Clinton. And then, uh, what was it, Mary Madeline. And she worked with uh, Bush Sr. and the campaigns. At the end of the campaign, those two guys fell in love and got married. They did. And it was a beautiful thing because here are two people that are diametrically opposed philosophically on politics in this case. And yet they were able to find common ground and find love. Would that happen in 2019? It's just, it's whacked where we are. My nose is itching. Mary Posa says, I had to leave a keto group because I was belittled for not counting macros of every single bite I eat. That's another issue. There's people that count macros to the hilt, and then you got other people that, okay, I'm going to eat more intuitively. Is one right? Is one wrong? No. One works for one person. One works for another person. But let's not bemoan, well, you don't do keto my way, so therefore you're doing it wrong. That is what's not okay. It is okay to disagree, but don't judge me because of my way to do keto, and I won't judge you for your way to do keto. Maria says everyone should take these concepts and properly apply their lifestyle without whining and complaining, but rather be thankful and grateful for the valuable information which transformed millions of lives. Yes, Maria. Exactly. Uh, wait, no keto, no Jimmy? 
What's that mean, Darla? That was out of context. I don't know what she's saying. No keto, no Jimmy. Yeah, I guess... I don't know what it means. Keto Doc says, I eat meats, eggs, salads, olive oil, and coconut oil. Don't really care what people think. <laughs> That's why I love you, Keto Doc. It's the results uh, that I'm generating with ketones and I'm generating ketones. People love to complicate everything. The simpler, the better. And that's at the heart of this too, Keto Doc. Thank you for articulating that. A lot of the docs on this cruise have said, we've made it too complicated by bringing in, do you need exogenous ketones? Do you need MCT oil? Do you need to you know, count this? Do you need to add that? Well, what about fish oil? What? And with all of these like things, we forget the basics are low carb, moderate protein, high fat, mostly real whole foods. Why do we have to make it hard? Yeah. Val says, I've seen many times, especially in groups online, even non-keto groups, um, the, the negativity. It's a shame you read and learn and watch, and then you take away what works for you. That's, that's the thing I tell people often. Don't listen to my podcast and think that you have to follow everything that a guest that I have on my show talks about. I don't want you to believe anything they have to say. I want you to hear what they have to say and then let that spur you on to learn more about what they had to say. And if you found veracity in it, then start applying that. But if you didn't, don't think that you're obligated to, oh, well, Jimmy had him on his show. That means he agrees with him. No. Most of the people I bring on the Living the Vita Low Carb Show, I do not agree with. But would you know it listening? Nope. Because I'm not going to be ugly and disagreeable with someone simply because we disagree. I actually get more uh, enjoyment out of talking to people I do not agree with because it's easy to get comfortable talking to people you do agree with. And I love those people. If they agree, it's fine. But if you find some differences, I think that's where your noggin starts to get the wheels turning again. And that's where you grow. You grow in your knowledge, you grow in your understanding and wisdom about this. And at the end of the day, that helps people more than having a whole bunch of yes men and a whole bunch of me tooism of, oh yeah, oh yeah, I do that too, oh yeah. And, and it becomes this cascade of reinforcement of things you believe some of which probably do need to eventually change. And it won't change unless you're challenged with someone that you disagree with. Now, maybe at some point you start agreeing with certain parts of what they say. It's so sad people belittle you. Good for you for leaving. Yes, um, don't put up with abuse like that. Um, keto is the proper way of life. It has transformed transformed many in positive ways, not to mention it is proven to, proven to cure so many chronic diseases. People need to be more open-minded and less critical. Exactly my point here today, Maria. Thank you for articulating it. Uh, Kat says, I'm leading a product planning session. Got to bounce. See you soon. Well, thanks for popping in. Appreciate you being here today. I've been doing keto for a year now. I'm still trying to tweak my keto journey to better health. And that's cool, Holly. A lot of people, they think, well, I go keto and I need to just stay the way that I started. Uh, and people, well-meaning people, but people are like, well, you're still dealing with weight, Jimmy. Why don't you go back to doing exactly what you did in 2004? I'm like, I'm not 32 years old anymore. 
I go back to exactly what I did in 2004, it wouldn't work in the same way. People assume, well, it worked exactly this way when you were 32, so now you're 47. It should be working exactly. No. Why would we believe that? Keep tweaking them, which, by the way, I'm working on things. Uh, the six-month sabbatical coming up is going to be a huge part of that. I've had to leave most Facebook groups due to the BS that you've expressed here. I just don't tolerate it. Don't need the stress. Life is too short. Yes. Um, I agree. I think you can get caught up in some of that drama. And there, and so, it, Jimmy's about to rant some more. Some people thrive in that drama. That's all they want to do is just have the drama of it. There are drama queens and kings out there that they would choose to revel in the emotionalism and they make it this kind of keto soap opera that they'd rather be a part of than to really actually help people. I hope you guys know that you come on here, that you've got somebody on camera that cares about you. And I don't care about any of the drama. I don't care about any of the arguments that people have. All I care about at the end of the day is, are you feeling good? Are you healthy? Are you reaching the goals that you're hoping to reach? And I'm trying to help you get there. That's my modus operandi. I have no other agenda but that. And I am not interested at all in all the drama that is sometimes the keto community. And it's born out of this need for people to be right. And if you disagree with their version of keto, you're wrong, you're the enemy. I ain't got time for that. And so good for you, Keto Doc, for separating yourself from that. Holly says, we don't need that stress. We need positivity, community, and support. Yes. And hopefully you guys see me as that for you. So thank you for giving me your time and uh, earballs, as I like to say. Or I guess you do see me here, so you have your eyeballs too. Uh, Brittany says, I dropped those Facebook groups so fast, they were just so terrible. It's sad. It's sad. They're out there. Uh, Facebook is so quick to ban people. So sad. They do. Um, and I've had, I've, I run some pages. The only reason I ever ban people on Facebook is if they're just so belligerent that they become a cancer to the whole group. Those people I have no time for. Those are the people that are very judgmental of Jimmy Moore. Oh, you're too fat to talk about health. Uh, I don't know why you don't just kill yourself. I, I get some really weird comments, you guys. Those people get banned really fast. But if you're like, you know, um, I, I wish you would be more open to net carbs than total carbs. And then we can have the conversation. Disagreeing doesn't mean that I think you're the enemy. I just think it's an open opportunity to, for us to have a uh, an adult conversation about what it, whatever it is you disagree about. Individuality is so important in all things, including keto, says Charming Confessions. Yep. Lone Star Keto says, yes, it's about growth and finding what works for you. Always. Shelly says, you're a nice man and I appreciate you. Thank you, Shelly. I try to be a good guy. Um, there's no sense in being a turd ball, as I like to say often here on Jimmy Rants. And there's a lot of turd balls out there. And at the end of the day, I think if we all treated each other with uh, humanity, love and respect and compassion for what they're going through at that point in their life, how much better would the world be? Beth says, I used to be on a page who bashed someone who had lost a lot of weight. They scolded her for not losing more in the amount of time, saying she could have done a lot better. So glad for my tribe. 
Yeah, the judgment is real. The judgment online is very, very real. I don't like it, which is why I don't hang out in a lot of, especially Facebook groups. I have a couple on Facebook and yeah, we don't tolerate that kind of stuff. Uh, I think it's good to have different people saying, here's what works for me, because maybe it will help someone whose body is similar and it will benefit them. That's right, Holly. Keto Cricket, the thing is we all change what our body needs today may be completely different than what it will need next year or even next month. Exactly. Yep. 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 Which is why you will constantly see me tweak. And sometimes people will judge you. Well, you keep changing things. No wonder nothing ever changes for the better because you keep changing so often. And I'm going, no, that's what you need to do. Stop being judgy, judgy. Um, Maria says keto ends the obesity. K-E-T-O. I like that. Please never stop doing what you're doing as you've helped change many lives. Can't wait to get Keto Clarity and its cookbook. Yeah, Keto Clarity cookbook, you guys. Two weeks, less than two weeks. What is today? Today's Tuesday. So two weeks from today, Keto Clarity cookbook releases. Uh, you can go pre-order KetoClarityCookbook.com and it takes you right to the Amazon page. Keto Cricket says higher protein did not work for me at first, but now I'm loving it uh, down or doing about 28 to 30 percent protein. Yeah, for me, it falls right at that same percentage. Uh, and for the longest time, it was somewhere around 15 to 20 percent of my calories was protein. And now doing kind of 25 to 30 percent protein, uh, I do pretty good and I like it. Um yeah, I feel better. Um, if none of your beliefs have changed in years, you better check your pulse. You might be dead, says Beth. Yeah, and that applies to many areas, not just keto and not just nutrition, but every part of your life. You should constantly be reevaluating what you believe and why you believe it. Uh, Anna says, "Ephem, I do me, and if someone doesn't like what I post, eat, do, whatever, I care not. Anna, you have more kahunas than most people because um, a lot of people do care. I think part of it, too, is a personality type of if you have a heart for other people, it's hard not to feel um, when people say things about you that are negative or they disagree with you and they express that disagreement as being disagreeable. That's the hard part. But, yeah, it's easy to take a very hard-nosed position like you have. So good for you. Uh, Beth says, I wish I could carb up. It's not for me though, for several reasons. It's just too much of a slippery slope. Yeah. For a lot of people. And we did a whole Jimmy rants on that subject yesterday. I had Robert Sykes and Crystal Sykes and keto coach Lauren and Christine and myself all on a Jimmy rants talking about that very subject just yesterday. Katrina says, my own version of keto varies on a daily basis. The only thing I'm pretty steadfast about is getting rid of wheat. Yeah, no sugar, no grains, no sugar, no starch. That tends to be kind of a, the basis for a lot of people um, when they go keto. And I think that might be the easiest way to keep it simple. If you go beyond that and start adding in all these rules and you got to do this, you got to add that, you need this and you need that, then I think people go, all right, I'm out. That's getting too complicated. Um... 
Thank you for being so personable, reading our comments. It means a lot. You're a sweetheart. God bless you and your family. Thank you, Holly Jane. I love this show. It's one thing with us traveling lately. I haven't been able to do as many Jimmy rants, but I really do love doing this show. So thank you guys for being there. Soylent Green, it's people. We'd all be carnivores. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Growth is the goal that comes through uh, the challenge. Yes, that's right, Holly. Hey, Steph, what's up? What's up? Low Carb Cupboard says Instagram's community is amazing. Facebook is a total waste of time. I stick with IG and avoid Facebook. Yeah, I have moved most of what I do here on Instagram, partly because I love doing the Instagram lives for my Jimmy rants. Um, and then just the the community here seems to be a little more open and less judgy judgy. Um, and if you disagree on Instagram, it's not World War Three. And don't get me started on Twitter. Twitter has just become the bastion of I disagree with you and I'm going to yell at you and tell you how evil you are. That's just kind of what it's become over on, on Twitter. So uh, I still post on all those places, but Instagram is my jam. Wished I was on the boat with you guys uh, reminiscing about last year. Steph, we're having a great time, my dear, and you are certainly missed. Your body changes and heals through this journey, needs different things the healthier you get. Yep. I hope one day to go on the low-carb cruise. Well, you should, low-carb cupboard. Lowcarbcruiseinfo.com for sure in 2020. It'll be around May, about this time next year. Um, so sign up. We always have a good time. And the fun part is, is most of the people who come, they're coming for the very first time. Uh, I had people raise their hands this year. How many of this is your first low-carb cruise? And it was about three-fourths of the audience. And it's that way every year that I ask that question. Three-fourths of the audience is brand new people. Sometimes it's even their first cruise, so it's pretty cool. Um, keto diet will not disappear. I, no, it won't disappear. In fact, it's been around for a little while. But from the mainstream culture end of things, um, it will disappear. But that doesn't mean there won't be a whole bunch of us still doing keto. Think about this. Atkins has not been uh, big in the culture in over a decade. Yet, do still do people still do the Atkins diet? You bet they do. Uh, paleo has started to wane, and people don't see paleo in the mainstream near like they do keto now. Does that mean nobody's doing paleo? No, there's a bunch of people still doing paleo. Um, Kimberly says real keto equals real Jimmy. Thank you. Of course you are biased because you love me, Kimberly. Uh, you're the best. I find you such a positive role model, always willing to listen and learn. Lone Star Keto Girl, that's the best compliment you could have given me. And I do try to live that way because the moment that we close our minds to new ideas is the moment we become just like the vegans and dogma will kill any good movement. Dogma is the antithesis of trying to find truth and trying to educate and learn and gain wisdom. I would prefer to continually be educated and educate um, and learn and gain wisdom so that then I can share those lessons with you guys here on Jimmy Rants. Ketosis is too darn healthy to ignore. Depends on who you ask, Keto Doc. I agree with you, obviously. But there's some people that think it's the mortal enemy in people's health and it's unnecessary and it's unnatural and yada, yada. Is this why you're taking a sabbatical? Steph, among other things, um, 
the negativity is a bit much. Um, and it's going to be fascinating. And I know you recently did a whole podcast and, and shared about, uh, you know, having to get away from keto because of some of these things that I'm talking about here today. Uh, and people would be so disagreeable uh, in their disagreement. And so, yeah, it, it is part of the reason I'm leaving for six months, um, starting in September through the end of February. Um, I'm so done seeing Twitter wars over everything, the bullying, the harassment, canceling mentality that goes on there. I'm all about positivity. Yeah, I'm the same way, Holly. Um, and it's one reason that I try to bring a happy face and joy, joyful face on my Jimmy rants is there's just so much ugliness that is out there that you actually stand out when you show love and compassion and kindness and respect. Uh, you stand out. You're kind of weird, actually, in this day and age. Um, but I'm happily weird. So. so, guys, the bottom line in this Jimmy Rance, it's totally okay if you're going to disagree about keto. Because I'm not your enemy. You're not my enemy. We're all in this together. Our ultimate goal should be seeing people get healthy any way necessary. And the sooner we learn this, and the less dogma that we dig in our heels and, well, if you're going to drink coffee, that's from a bean. You can't be carnivore. Come on. Right? So I think that's, that's something I wanted to leave with you guys here today. I love that happy face. Thank you for being happily weird. I am happily weird all day, every day. Living the vida loca, this show is changing lives. We talking about your diet, trying to get you feeling right. Cut up them avocados, fry some eggs, time to explore the longest running health podcast hosted by Jimmy Moore. Time to give up the crappy garbage. We're getting into ketosis. Every day is a new step to your goal. Yeah, you're getting closer. Motivated and focused. Don't stop, just go. Time to get inspiration from the Living La Vida Low Carb Show. Hey, the Living Low Carb Show. Disc of Light.